Welcome to the DCC RPG Actual Play Podcast, brought to you by the Iron Tavern and Spellburn. Our cast of characters for this campaign is Baptist, the cannibalistic thief, Nuniklaus, the boom cannon wizard, Jargon, where did he go, halfling, Santh, cleric of Mani, Vixila, the guardian warrior, Gonlex, the warrior who dreams of seafaring journeys, Mephrodis, the corrupted wizard, Bong, the glistening warrior, Aram, the sergeant-at-arms warrior, and Jadawan, the apprentice wizard. With the fallen disposed of, the party attempts to seek refuge in the alien pyramid, though those plans seem ill-thought. With attempts to learn more of the planet through supernatural means, the party leaves the pyramid to descend to the valley floor. A crashed spaceship's wreckage awaits below, recovering what valuables they can from a heavily damaged ship. The group retreats to a mushroom fort in efforts to shelter from a menacing storm on the horizon. So, you guys are up on the surface. You finished exploring the pyramid, uh, the metal pyramid. Uh, Belagal met his unfortunate fate in there after triggering one of the, breaking one of the silver threads from the skeletal-like corpse on the Golden Throne, which caused a giant arc of electricity to permeate the whole room. That's not um, what And almost killed Nuni Klaus. And don't forget. I think it did kill Nuni Klaus. He was just the cleric was there to bring him back fast enough. Well Sant's got people's backs, I mean that's what he does. And that's where we left off last session was uh, at the pyramid and you decide just how to proceed. You guys have seen off to the east, north and uh, east, northeast, southeast. Uh, large expanses of land. You can see way off in the distance, just the edges of what look to be another uh, set of mountains. You see what looks to be almost like a mushroom forest thing, and then what looks to be just a wastelands of plains and stretching in various directions. You guys have pieced together that um, there likely is a portal inside of that metal pyramid, but to power that portal... It appears you need green stones, and Mephrodis and uh, Nuniklaus can tell that uh, the shards you found likely come from a larger stone, so you're thinking you either need uh, one of those single large green stones to power the portal, or numerous shards. Uh, Mephrodis is thinking between 20 and 30 shards to power the portal to potentially use one of those silvery threads to transport your way back home. And you do have a set of steps that go down that you have not checked, and you've pretty much checked the surface area uh, of this Did little we, outpost quite a bit. The person that the threads are attached to, is that a human or is that one of these creatures? I think it was one of the... Uh, the blue guys? It looks more humanoid than it does anything else. So it doesn't uh, look like... like- yeah, more like one of the uh, uh, bluish-like figures. Do we have time? Is it okay with you fellows if Manfred spends an hour consulting a spirit? Yeah, yes. I'm fine with that. Well, the okay, just for my clarification, the pyramid is that circle there on the uh, map? That's the token that sort of just identifies where you guys are at. But okay. yes, the circle right there is where you guys are at. Have we seen, aside from what those dudes were writing on, have we seen any, any kind of... Um, wildlife or food source perhaps you really haven't seen anything beyond those flying creatures that uh they were riding okay so you're not sure what you would find if you went out hunting or anything like that 
I'm, I'm willing to wait. Methodist thinks he can get some kind of information. Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. <clears throat> yeah, me too. Okay. So you guys going to do this in the pyramid? You can go back to the watchtower, do it in one of the buildings at the top, or are you going to rest I'd up for an hour? I'd say the pyramid's probably one of the most secure places that we can get to at this point in time. Yeah, I like I like it. Memphis will go down and sit in the uh, the teleportation circle. Okay. Was there a way to... Sorry, go ahead, Matt. No, I was just going to describe things. Well, Baptist Nooney Klaus are going to stay up top and keep a watch. I was okay. going to say, is there a way that if we needed to, we could like pre-lock the hatch from the inside? You're not sure if you could get the electrical energy bit, the little alcove for the, the shard that powered that was outside of the door. Right, right. Uh, but, you know, you could get the door closed again and, and, and stuff. And it looks like you could probably latch it from the inside. Okay. I'm just thinking in case of an emergency, if we need a delay, yeah. batten down, we need to know how to get it shut down, you know? Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, Bedfordus is going to sit down and he's going to telephone Malloc. Oh, great. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While you do that, I might go get a snack and <laughs> watch this train, train wreck. <laughs> Pop some popcorn. <laughs> I mean, we got time. And not a lot of information coming in. All right, roll to 16. The caster makes fleeting contact with the spirit. Though contact is so brief, he does not know to whom he speaks. The caster, ha- <laughs> the caster has just enough time to ask one simple Maybe jargon can boost. One simple question, hear an answer. The answer is, of course, from the spirit's perspective, which may not be objective or omniscient. Can that be boosted by luck or no? Uh, it could be. What What would be beneficial to us? Because I feel we'll have a few nights where I won't have to worry about luck really for, for a bit. Well, it's up to you. I'm willing just to, you know. I'm at full right now. All right, if you so, want to give me two, I can go up a, a step. Is that going to be more beneficial, or what What would be one of the best benefits that we could get as far as information-wise? Well, if I go up to, well, I'm just going to ask, like, hold up the crystal and say, Hey, Malak, where on this planet can we get a big chunk of this, easy, with little resistance? Since he knows everything, he could tell us. <laughs> yeah, he's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> he loves you, too. What page you on, Matt? 204. If Malak's anything, it's helpful. He's a pretty good old fella, really. He's proven it time and time again, from what I understand. I mean, yeah, if you want, if that's all you want, it's two. I can easily get you two. Well, that way I can actually know who I'm speaking to and get two questions. Gotcha. All right, yeah. Do you, you need, like, actually two up, or do you need two of my luck to get you four? I need to get to 18. And you rolled a 16? Oh, mm-hmm. so then I just burned one. All right. You got it. All right. <clears throat> oh, great Malak, who knows all and sees all, keeper of dark secrets, hear thy servant, Mephrodus. You hear a little bit of rumbling. Uh-oh, Malak's hungry. Okay, I hear rumbling? It's a little bit of rumbling. Like, uh, is it a familiar sort of rumbling? Yeah, I mean, you're thinking it's probably a response from uh, uh, Malak. He loves getting contacted by you. I always want something. Never want to do any favors in return. <laughs> That's why you have to sit in the uh, stew pot to, to eat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I hold up the, the chunk of uh, the crystal and say, Malak, where can we find on this planet a large quantity of this, preferably one stone, not guarded, easy to get to, cakewalk type thing? Not possible. Yeah, one more question. <laughs> hey, Malak, what's so cool about this planet that all these other weirdos are wanting to get up here, namely Eric Hark and Amira Call. Great power. <laughs> oh, he's so helpful. <laughs> you know, I'm really, really liking this dude right about now. Hey, did uh, just a, to me, I'm just, just wondering out loud here. Did he have to? Did he have to roll a d14 to get in touch with Malak? He did not. It was just a normal spell check. Son of a... Alright. Back to your regularly scheduled program. <laughs> um, don't hate the player. <laughs> oh, so true. Hate the game master? What? <laughs> well, that's about what we expected to get from yeah. my walk. Isn't what? that so fresh? So really, we're no worse off than we were. No, no, no. Let's put talk to that chump in the chair. You're going to go hop in the chair? No, go talk to the fellow in the chair. I want oh, to consult okay. his spirit. Does he have a name badge? Like, refresh, he does not. Refresh my memory. Did we see any kind of like a, a device or something to that effect that would possibly contain the crystals near the throne? I mean, you guys have been in the throne room long enough. You don't see anything that looks like there's any crystals or signs of crystals inside. There was the one fading crystal on the pedestal in front of the throne and the guy. Right, 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 right. And beyond that, there doesn't look to be like a you know a lockbox full of them or anything like that. Okay. Does he have any on him? Any crystals on him? Yeah. No. Looks like there's one last remaining crystal shard. It's fading light. Did we ever establish if we were going to try to swap out the crystals for one that was glowing a bit brighter or no? Did we try that or did we not? You talked about it a little bit. I don't know if anyone actually tried it. Before. I wouldn't try it while Melagol is really standing on. on the platform yet. That's the best time to try it. When who's on the platform? <laughs> Mephrinus. <laughs> Hey, you could try it if you want to. I was going to say, if he disappears and then the rest of us, it's like, oh, that's all the power there was in that crystal. <laughs> well, <laughs> great. <laughs> Let Mifford just hold the bag of holding first. <laughs> Five years later. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all be running this place in five years. <laughs> You want to try to catch to the one of the other wizards? Try to what? Eric Hark or Miracall? Yeah, I get out Miracall's the bag of, of ashes that I have that I carry that Memphis carries on his belt. He's kind of yep. like, you know, he's going to cast that spell again. Okay. One hour later. Hey, while while this is going on, Santa's taking a nap. <laughs> yeah, just sleep. Smoke get back that, get back that disapproval. That's cool. That works. Jargon will offer some protection, just in case. Thank you. <laughs> For a price. 
Just watch him sleep. Yeah, while well, he head. slowly rubs a brand on his chest. <laughs> All right, fellas, keep it together here. Never gets old. <laughs> it never will. All right, Mephrodus gets the same result. He is contacting Emiracal. It says, Oh, Emiracal, greatest of all wizards. That we've slain so far. We're sorry. We, we're totally sorry we killed you. It wasn't me. It was that bong. Um, do you know anything about these crystals where we might find more on this planet, Zune, that's easy to get to in large quantities? Here comes back a string of swear words, and he casts a spell on us from beyond the grave. He... The pit of the mother orm is the easy to get to. <clears throat> pit of the mother arm. Mother orm. O R M. O R M. That was nice of him. He must not hold any grudges against us whatsoever. Um. Oh yeah, y'all should say this stuff out loud. I don't ever read this chat until like. 15 minutes too late. Oh, yeah. Um, well, in that case, uh, you should offer to bring him back from death, says a sleeping uh, <laughs> Santh. <laughs> does does Santh have that ability if he's ashes? Or do we have the ability? Or do we know of somebody in the city, maybe? Or Well, I, we I thought we... back from the dead. Yeah, we brought Gonlex back from the dead. Isn't there like that sewer area that we could go to? I think we closed that door, but I bet there's other ways to get in. Wow, we can get in there. We can get anywhere. Pretty sure most things that we close behind us that don't guy, really That guy's going to be real happy we came back. <laughs> the God of the Dead. That's the guy we're going to go talk to again. Yeah, I'm sure he's, he's probably sure he's, all about that. That's been like well, three weeks ago. If you're genuinely apologetic, I'm sure he'll be fine. <laughs> Man. We're just burning bridges left and right. <laughs> I wonder if... Is that your only question? You get another question, Matt? Yes, I do. Uh, Ask him where that is. Head of the mother orb. I tell him we'll bring him back to life and set him up in his tower again with my fingers behind my back crossed. Uh, if, uh, if he'll tell us how to get there. <laughs> Uh, north. North. All right, thanks, pal. I hang up the phone. Thanks for nothing, you joke. <laughs> kind of fun. Who else can we talk to? <laughs> I don't know. Do you got anything of Iomagoths on you? Uh, I don't, but Baptist is a bone collector. He may have something. Yeah, Baptist is probably got a skull. He ate Iomagoth. Yeah, but they probably got a skull in the back. They usually keep all the skulls. Yeah, Mephrodus wants his jawbone back, by the way. Do you happen to know which uh, skull might belong to Iomagoth? Maybe we could talk to him. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they're marked in some way. 
catalog. <laughs> teeth marked. Dewey Decimal System or something. He's carved it in their skulls so, with his teeth. Mephrodis, you don't, like, even though you've finished your second question with America, you still have, like, cool feeling, like a ghostly presence. A ghostly like, presence? Maybe he hasn't gone, com- like, almost like you've summoned him back. And he hasn't completely gone. A miracle? Yeah, there's like a, a chill. Alright, I didn't really have my fingers crossed. That was a joke. We really will do what we said. You're met with silence. Alright. <clears throat> so, we're now... Have the ghost of a miracle. That's kind of cool, though. I'm sure he wants us to do well. Well, what do we see to the north from the top of the pyramid? From the top, you see, looking off that way, you see a fringe of a one, another one of those little mushroom forests and wastelands. Mushroom forest. Yeah, there's a little mushroom forest and then wastelands. How far away is that? Hmm, that's about... 25 miles or so, probably, as crow flies. A two days walk or something. Uh, give me a second to think here. Travel speed. Let me check here. Yeah, I think two or three days walk, I think. Probably about three miles an hour. Yeah. Well, with our increased strength, do we get? Can we move faster, or is that the movement rate on this planet? It's just really the movement rate on the planet, even with our increased strength. Okay. And that's off to the north. Well, Baptist thinks we should go check out the the north. Look for this pit. Maybe we should find out what an orm is before we head there. Do we? Well, do you have a suggestion on how we do that? Uh, we can talk to Eric Hart. Ooh, is it in the book? Yeah, is it, is in, it the in the book? Oh wait, I was wrong. Those are. That's actually more like forty some miles away. So it would take you, and you can move about three miles an hour. So that's it. That is. But each hex is actually six miles. So you can cross half a hex in an hour. Two days. Yeah. Walk. We'll get there in the next morning, probably. Yeah, is it in the book? Mother Orm. When, when what book? The, the book Eric that Maphrodis carries around? Yeah. The library, yeah. the bag of holding. I mean, there's mention of several different creatures inside the book. Uh, you don't see one necessarily called an orm. Okay. What do you want to do, fellas? Well, there's a good chance that Eric Hark is, or Miracle is being untruthful. Yeah. That might be the worst place to go get a crystal. Yeah, I was kind of... And now that he's back to haunt us, or at least an effort is... What is this right here? Mountains. It's Mount Doom. Okay. It's mountains far, far off in the distance. Okay. 
So you've got north, east, back down the stairs, resting. I said we rest and then go back down the stairs. Rest? Oh, like downstairs in the. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's cool with me if that's what you want to do. Down to the valley? Yeah, back. No, back down where the we stairs. came. We- So, yeah, when you guys left the back of the cave, you came into a hall where the worm tunnel butted up against, and then there was, to the south, there was a stairwell that led down, to the north, there was a stairwell that led up, and you guys chose to go up, but there was also a stairwell that led down that you didn't explore. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm game. Um, I think we just need to rest some guys up. Yeah, that's fine with me. Whatever's good with everybody else. Um, Walt doesn't have anything to say. Ball? Yeah. What do you want him to say? I don't know. It's not like him not to have something to say. <laughs> Where are you guys going to rest up? In the pyramid? You guys going to set watch? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, who's, who's doing your watches? Uh, I'd say start out jargon snatching him, maybe. Because I've got, I'm at full on both. Babis and Nunio go second. I'll go third. Okay. Okay. Bond says, wait a minute. I think me and Babis should go second. Nunio and Medford is going to take third. Okay. There, he said something. So, Bong and Baptist, and then Nunio and Medford is on third. Okay. So... You guys start resting, sound asleep, talking in his sleep, talking about making deals with Maricol. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Dreams of the moon. Uh, I think he's pretty quiet. uh, While Jargon and Snitch uh, uh, are on watch, they turn over to Bong and uh, Baptist. Uh, Make fortitude saves, Bong and Baptist. Fortitude saves? What happened? Make a fort save, and we'll see if you're conscious to tell. We roll on D24s? 24, right? Yeah, you're physical. We'll call it a physical. I don't know if I would call that physical. No, just D20s on that. Yeah, I thought you would like it. was worth a shot. 18. Okay. What'd you get, Bong? Did you roll already? I'm looking for my character sheets. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. You said fort? Yeah, fort save. Six. Are you happy with your rolls? I'm happy. I am. What was that, Matt? I am happy. Okay. Um... Baptist, you see Bong, his eyes shut, he sort of slumps, uh, you're not sure if he's falling asleep or something else, and Baptist also notices the air in here has grown stale rather quickly. You know how when you first came in, it was uh, sort of a heavy, acidic type of air? It's like, like there's more bad air in here, and... You can just tell something's not right with the air. Uh, Baptist will open the hatch 
And okay. Shane, is, is Mephitis or is Bond breathing? He's he's breathing. He's not dead. He just, it seems like the fumes came to him, like carbon monoxide got to him, and he just passed out. But the and everybody else is asleep. I'm guessing. Everyone else is asleep, and you're just not sure whether they okay, passed yeah. out in their sleep as well or or what. But Baptist has realized that open the hatch. was bad with the air. Okay. I'll open the hatch and I'll turn. Uh, it. Uh, opening the hatch, opening the hatch helps. It lets you can feel that similar swoosh of air, like when you guys first opened it. I'll with, try to with a lot of bad air getting exhausted out. Try to wake so that up. definitely seems oh, to have helped. I'm gonna try to wake him up. Get okay. him out. Um, it takes a little bit of shaking and, and, and stuff to him. It's so greasy, wakes, I can't get a hold of him. <laughs> and when he wakes, he's just got a nauseated stomach uh, and stuff from, from the air, and he's sort of groggy. He doesn't really know what happened. feels a little weak. Does he wake um, up to see, like, Baptist with, like, Baptist arms around his neck or something like that? Does what? He's just shaking him. When he's he wakes up, up he doesn't see, like, Baptist with his... Shaking him like this around the neck or anything, does he? <laughs> no, nah, hands on the shoulders, not around the throat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's saying, wake, come, you know, wake up, wake up, you passed out, that kind of thing. All right. Uh, and I guess Bong wakes up groggy. Yes. But you do wake up. You just feel like uh, really hungover. The fumes sort of, you know, a little nauseated, a uh, little headache, uh, and stuff like that. But getting the hatch open helped significantly and helped vent the place a little better. Uh, it just seems like some sort of air, bad air buildup happens when the place is sealed. Yeah, let's. Bong says like, to Baptist, wake everybody up. We need to get outside. I'll wake everybody up. You see how okay. bad just followed Bones' orders? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're able to wake everybody up, and uh, you guys are just shy. You know, there's, there's you guys will need to find a little bit more a place to rest a little more. Where are you going to head to to wrap up your rest? I tell them that Bones passed out. <laughs> he was sleeping, man. And I had to, I had to wake him watch. up. I had to wake him up. Let's just go back to try to go back to sleep up on top and keep the watch going. Okay. Yeah, there was a little place at the top of the pyramid that could could act as that. So you guys get situated up there. You get people moved. Uh, Noon and Clowns and Mephrodis take the next watch. Uh, it passes uh, uneventfully, and you guys have completed a full night's worth of rest. So Sans disapproval resets. Um Everybody goes up one attribute. Yeah, but you get one ability. Uh, it goes up a level. No, no, no. We're not doing the level thing. <laughs> oh, man. When does Sans get to go up a level? He's been four forever. You're going to get to go two levels when you go. <laughs> Jargon's just happy sitting there sleeping with his little teddy bear. <laughs> Look at him. Don't wake him. <laughs> Because he's having a dream. Fabulous will pick him up and carry him out like a baby. <laughs> and lay him down. He's going to twitch like he's having a dream. Like he's chasing something. <laughs> you don't want to wake up in Baptist arms. I'm still alive. I'm still alive. <laughs> All 
and you get your the hit points back, spells recover, disapproval's gone. I get your ability point, and I'm all full up. Where are you guys headed from here? To the stairwells? Adventure. So are you guys thinking that we need to like check out the valley area going down the stairs? Is that what you're thinking? We're talking about going down to see where it went. You know, we went up when we came out. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't hurt to go take a look. If we don't like what we see or don't think we can handle it, we can just turn around and hide tail out. Can we look over the cliffside, just like look down the valley to see if there's anything down there worth looking for once we get there? Yeah, can Dandelion see? Yeah, what are what are her elf eyes see? Uh, it looks like your a large cliff drops away. It looks like some rugged hills uh, go for probably oh, uh, probably over a span of another three or four miles before it sort of settles out to the to the wastelands. You don't really see, you don't see like buildings down there or anything like that. Uh, no like spaceships down there or, or anything. You just see what looks like a large cliff that fades off to uh, a series of hills. Did we can we see the ship that crashed? Actually, there is. Uh, over. I'll draw this one on. Let me reveal first. She reports it's just more nothing. No sign of settlements or anything anywhere. The, the ship's going to have crystals on it. Yeah, you would think. I think that's where we should get. Unless they've been raided already. And those creatures were on... Uh, so I yeah, drew in true. gray where the shipwreck is. And it looks like it's sort of scattered across a, a fair area. Uh, it looks like it hit uh, pretty hard. Uh, but there's... Some smoldering remains out there that you can see off in the distance. Uh, how do we get down from this cliff? Is there like a way to walk down? There is. When you were up by the pyramid, and you saw what looked to be some trails that were up this northern edge up here that you could follow the ridge line for a ways and then take these narrow switchbacking trails that sort of winded down. Okay. And that's what you saw from the top anyways. Yeah. You're not sure, obviously, what happens if you go down the the steps, stairway. And Mephrodis, you still feel the chill presence of something. Mephrodis is accustomed to being creeped out. He starts talking to Emiracle. Starts asking for advice. You get no response. I'm gonna. Do any of the others? The we? Does anybody else feel that? Cold or just Mephrodis? Um, just Mephrodis. Mephrodis is going to like tap on the wall. If, if there is a presence here that can hear me, can you replicate that sound? You're met with silence, so the chill is still there. Well, if all these paranormal investigation shows have taught me anything, there's obviously not a real spirit here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have blown out the candle at least, right? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to worry about. I just probably slept funny or something. Are you even going to tell the others? No, Mephrod is not telling them crap. <laughs> That's why everybody loves him so much. <laughs> he's he's insisting still that he was trying to get them to the temple. I don't know how what went wrong. <laughs> it's like they don't know. Whenever he casts a spell, somebody dies. He's never told them that either. So. <laughs> 
So, you guys arrested? See, you do see the crash ship in the distance. You see what looks to be one of those little mushroom forests way off to the north. The Spirit of Miracle said the easiest one to access was to the north. Uh, and you've got a stairwell that leads down that is unexplored and switched back trail, steep switched back trail to the north. Looks like it'd take you off this cliff and down to the valley as well. That just votes for the ship. Yeah. yeah, I think the ship is a good idea. Probably a quick way. Hopefully, that'd there's... be the, the most interesting. I think it's on the way to to the north, so it's just a slight detour. Okay, so you're gonna take that little switchback trail down. Yep. Switchback. Yeah. Okay. Let's take that. So you guys move up to this way, just a little ridge. You find a switchback trail. Let me put a color on here. To wind up this way, a trail switchbacks down. You make your way through the hills. There's, um, there's some trails. Uh, looks like uh, large barefoot prints. They most of them are old uh, humanoid size. Uh, they do not match the 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 alien prints you've seen before um they seem like they're old so they're they don't seem anything real recent mm. as you make your way through the hills um and you sort of wind your way through and after about half a day's travel you reach the area of the ship and probably oh 250 yards ahead you can see broken bits of metal uh you can see uh this, this wasteland's a lot of sand, things like that, so there's not a lot of vegetation around here, um, but you see the ship up ahead. All right. Um, how do we want to approach? Let's stop. Do we see anything, any movement up ahead or anything? Make an intelligence check. For who? Everybody or just... Uh, whoever, whoever wants to spend some time focusing on up there. Methodist has an 11. 19 for Dandy. Bong has a 19. Colburn has a crit. So I can roll my ones during magic checks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. Um, You do not see anything up by the ship. And uh, keep in mind, the ship is sort of scattered across a little region. that Most of it's pretty decimated. <clears throat> I mean, there's large pieces of metal... And things like that, but the ship's hull has certainly been breached and shattered and things like that. Uh, so no carrion birds or anything like that? You do not see any from here. Alright, let's approach cautiously. Bong will go first. He asks for Baptist to come with him and uh, Colgram. And everybody else follow behind, maybe 20, 30 feet, 50 feet even. Okay. So, sounds good. Okay. Pat and Dandy will get their bows out. Okay, as you move forward, um, you see, as you get to be within about 30 yards of it, from behind a piece of metal, these large reptilian vulture-looking birds flap up into the air. Let me see. Let's see how many of these guys there are. You see ten of these birds like flap up from 
behind one of the sheets of metal and fly up in the air. They don't leave the area, but they seem to be watching as you guys approach. How large is large? Oh, they are about three and a half, four feet long. Six foot wingspans. Six, seven <clears throat> foot wingspans. They look like uh, reptilian vulture-like creatures. Is there anything we can get it undercover? It's sort of out in the sand. There's other wreckage you could dart over to, uh, but that's... They're probably feeding on bodies. And there were two? Yeah, Baptist is going to move for cover. Okay. There, and You said there were two? Ten. Ten. Ten, okay. They're not going to mess with us, I don't think. Uh, this, yeah, I bet they do. You think they're just going after carrion? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. They're pretty big. <laughs> we'll find out soon enough. <laughs> we got them. There's no shadow, you said, or nothing like that? Um, it's a the wasteland is sort of a sandy area. The there's wreckage of the ship scattered about. So like you might be able to find a three or four foot chunk of metal to hide behind, which is sort of what I'm envisioning Baptist did. Uh, yeah. But that's about. Just think it's a debris field of the ship that it crashed. So, so kind of you know, there's max. Yeah. There, is there a large collection of them? Are they like grouped together where they? They seem to cluster together, and they'd been behind what looked to be a larger piece of the fuselage of the ship, which was more like 25, 30 feet long, uh, part of the hull. Uh, it's one of the larger pieces of wreckage out here, and they were on the other side of it, so that's okay. why you couldn't see them. They must have heard you approach, and then you startled them, and they flew up and are watching you at the moment. So they are in view? Yes, they are. Bong turns to Nooney Klaus and asks him if he feels up to throwing a uh, fireball over to where they are. Yeah, that's what he is. Uh, he's going to cast Magic Missile. You don't want the fireball? No, I want the Magic Missile. He's hesitant on that fireball, man. He don't throw that very often. What's the mercurial on that? Is it bad or something? Rain of Frogs. <laughs> well, there's our food. You know, we're hungry. That would be great. It's just easier to hit multiple targets with magic missile than it is fireball. Yeah, it's lower spell check too. I'm sure. Well, obviously it's lower spell check. All right, everybody, get ready with bows. They're probably gonna get angry when we do this. Bone gets out his javelins. Flervin uh, readies his short bow. Santh will prepare his sling. Snitch <laughs> will look on. Can Nooney house cast? Or do you yeah. Get- yeah, you can go, you can go first. Okay. Uh, are you guys gonna do a coordinated attack, or or are you guys gonna all attack these things like in sort of a surprise round? Cause they're just flying around. Or are you yeah, gonna we're gonna see what we're gonna let uh, Nooney Klaus loose the missiles, and then everybody kind of sees where the missiles wait, goes, and then shoots. wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I was gonna say though, if there's, we should be all ready to let fly after his spell comes done. Well, yeah, we got got our bows out. We're ready. Okay. So go ahead, noon class thirteen. Mm. I sure think that's just a one. Yeah, I don't think that's a greatest match. That's a low result. Caster throws a single missile, does one damage. Okay, you hit one, and it now appears the flock is angered. So you guys said you were <laughs> readying your shots. This 
these creatures are shrilling and these loud calls, and they begin to look like look like they're prepared to move towards you guys. So anyone with ranged weapons that wants to make an attack, go ahead, and we'll uh, roll initiative. Are we rolling twenties or twenty fours for a ranged attacks? Is it just just for melee attacks we roll that? Yeah, twenties yeah, twenties yeah. for the the range. It's like strength type stuff that's gonna agility type stuff's not really affected. Jargon uh, got a seventeen. Uh, that is a hit as you strike one. Baptist got the eighteen. Santh got a three. Eighteen hits as well. Santh missed. <clears throat> Oh, that's all I got name. Jargon hits for six. <laughs> nice. You killed one. It drops out of the air with a Oh, bug. these guys are easy, y'all. Okay. Right. I told you. Bonjour. All right, here, here goes uh, Patrice. That's a hit. Yep. Ooh. And it's die six. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it hit him. It hit him. It's still flying. Okay. <laughs> Dan- Dandelion will try to hit the same one if possible. Okay. Hold on a second. What's your plus? Two to attack plus one. Hold on a second. Fourteen. That's four damage from Baptist. Okay. You take the one that that got hit by the magic missile. It dies. Uh, Fourteen also strikes it. Okay. Tree. And it's still up. Same one that you that uh, Patrice hit. We give it a lesson though. Bonus and go ahead and roll initiative. Wait, 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 as wait, wait, begin- wait, 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 wait. Bone's going to throw his javelin. Okay. <laughs> He's going to try to spear two with, uh, with one okay. shot if he can for his deed. With a mighty deed. If a 12 hits and he hits the deed. Yep. So nice. that's a hit and you hit the deed. So that's a D6 plus... A three hits the deed? Yeah, three. Yeah, hours. you only need a three to... Now, if you do, if you'd roll a seven, the deed would have been even cooler. But nice. a three does succeed. All right, he has seven damage on that attack. Okay. Uh, second attack. Do a D three plus three for the second, because you do pierce one and it goes through the other, but slightly reduce damage. But you knock one out of the air. The and you take the second one out too. So the javelin goes flying through the air, slices through the first one, and. Passes through, hits the second one, and takes it out as well. Bong's but the javelin's stuck in that one as it falls. Patrice salutes you. Bong's going to make his second attack. Does he need to re-roll a deed for this? Because he's going to try to do the same thing. Oh, the deed only really counts on that first attack. Okay, so just a D14 straight up. Yeah. He yep. throws the second. I mean, you can add your deed in. It's just a, like add your three. But Okay, he's going to throw the second javelin. Eight. Miss. Now Anyone else before we roll initiative? Oh, Colgrim, sorry. <clears throat> Man, I'm just not with it tonight. Sorry, fellas. And Mephrodis. That's <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm, I'm having trouble keeping track of all my characters, too. <laughs> I'm just kind of, I didn't get my map this afternoon. It's, it's a hint of sarcasm. I don't really... <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, well, dang... Colgrim doesn't have any ranged weapons. He throws no, a rock. No, sucks he, to be him. That was a dumb oversight on somebody's behalf. Uh, Bong's strapped for cash. He can't afford to equip. Bong hired him. Uh, you don't have a, a ranged weapon? Hired. At a buck sixty-five a month, I'd say. Uh, <clears throat> Colgrim picks up a rock and throws it. There you go. Okay. 
With his mighty deed, he's going to try to blind one. Okay. That should that should impress Jargon. That's that's Hobbit like action right there. He's mildly impressed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see what he does with it first. Okay. It hits it hit. Fifteen and a uh, a three. For yeah, this. So he hits I mean, the you know, it's not bad. Well. <laughs> What's a rock do? D three. Do it. Yeah, do a D three. You could skip it off a bird's head and hit another bird. And you bird. kill it. And blind it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Jordan's going to look over to Sam and be like, I, I told him that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought Memphis had a crossbow. Memphis is just going to stand there. Okay. So roll initiative. There are still five of these things left. Woot woot. Where are you getting that 19 at, Jeffrey? I rolled it at the very beginning while you guys were doing your stuff. Scroll back up through. I'm looking. Just trying to save time. Dang it. Find it? Yeah, I did. Told ya. (laughs) Uh, But Santa's up first. Oh, that's wonderful. You said there's five of these left? Yes, there are. Okay. How far away are they? Oh, they're closing. They're probably only uh, 10 yards off now. Oh, well, in that case, it's time to uh, uh, stow my skin and grab the Argent Falks which forward. It's Oh, that's a nat 20, even with the sarcasm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. All right, the Falks. I Falks so this bird up. Forward? Oh, yeah. Okay. I Falks that bird up for 10 points of damage, and he gets okay. a crit, too. It's dead. <laughs> I, want, I want to know what the crit is. That's cool. Come on, man. Don't. I have a feeling if you killed one of us on a fumble, you'd still make us roll to see what happened. I would. That's true. <laughs> You're right, I would. Powerful strike hammers the foe to his knees. Make another attack. Can I make another attack on a nearby bird? Sure. Yeah, yeah you can. Yep, I'll give you another attack on a nearby yeah. bird. Yeah. And it's a hit. 19. Santa's going crazy. He's boxing it up. Santa's desperate. Once off his planet. And kills another one. That's right. What? What? Birdman? What? That takes care of sand. And the last three seem especially attracted to jargon. <laughs> oh, man, why do I got to pick on the young? <laughs> Try the short. You think that I'm like the young and weak one. And so it flies in, and one tries to like bite at you. 18. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does five points of damage, Jargon? Yeah, that's good. Another one comes in and tries to hit you with a Talon. 11 misses. Misses. And um, another one flies in and tries to hit you with a Talon. Ooh, fumble. Fumbles. Nice. Falls right on Bong's sword. <laughs> yeah. I think it becomes a laughing stock <laughs> of its friends. So are they all the others shrieking at him? 
Uh, yep, makes it laughing stock of the party, but otherwise causes no damage. I was hoping it like break a toe. <laughs> and that's enough of them, and takes us to Baptist and Nooney Klaus. There are three left. One's wounded pretty heavily, and two have not been touched. And they're about, now they're right with the party. They're right in there with you guys. Okay, so they right now. Baptist will run up and attempt to stab one of them. He'll come out from his hiding spot and try to stab the closest one to him. Okay. 23. Definitely a hit. For five damage. You kill one, two nice. left. Nooney Klaus will do the same. Let his sword run up and. 14. Uh, that is a hit. That is a hit. Short sword. And Actually, kills that one. Six. Actually, it one. is yeah, six points. Okay. Uh, kill that one. There's one left. It's already been heavily wounded. And that takes us to Jargon. Cool. Um, Get some revenge. These are now in melee range, are they? Yep, there's only one left. It's already been wounded. Cool. I look forward to swinging headed with my hand axes. <laughs> Which I will do so now. Carve a Cthulhu brain in his chest. Miss on that one. Okay, and then uh, Snitch is going to come up. And you going to take your second to... attack? Oh, you get to. Of so you get to roll a higher die. Oh. It is strength. You probably should get to roll the higher die. Oh, you want to do that on this one? Yeah, but yours just bumps up to like D twenty. Yeah, well, that's better than what I was rolling before. Awesome. Eighteen to hit. That hits. Six points of damage. And yeah. you kill that one. And you kill the last of these little reptilian vulture-like flying beasts. Heck yeah. <clears throat> All right. And the sand is littered with their... That is encouraging. Like Jargon. What a job well done. Mm. Jargon will smile halfway. Long thinks we should go ahead and start carving off some tenderloins and nice breast meat from these things and yes. grind it up because we might be short on food. On our I'm agreeing with that. Babish is quite full. I'm quite full. I'll pass. <laughs> I couldn't eat another thing. <laughs> is it is it arid here? Is it hot? I don't remember hearing about that. Uh, it, it's a dry air. It was uh, in the 50s at night and probably warms up into the 80s, uh, low 90s during the day. So okay, yeah, so it's I not mean, it's not unbearable, but it's, no, not unbearable. We can make jerky. <laughs> yeah, it's probably, probably those metal pieces are pretty hot. We can just throw them right on there and fry them right Sizz, up. Sizzle them up, a little bacon. I'm sure we've got some spare armor we could probably lay out in the sun to use. Oh, speaking of which, Bob, mm-hmm. I didn't say it before, but he's putting on the, the dinosaur armor, and if nobody's carrying that screaming woman shield, he wants it. For the duration okay. of the adventure, he's glad to give it back to whoever's. Uh, Dandy Lance, it's over. Dandy's going to try to get Bong to carry all her gear. She's getting tired of carrying it. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of gear does she have? Rope. Um, there's, uh, let's see. She, you can carry, she doesn't want to wear her armor anymore. You can carry her armor. <laughs> she has three bottles of wine. 
The ball grabs a bottle of wine like, and corks it right away. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, She's like, I can't drink it anymore anyway. Yeah. Bong says, like, bring the bag of holding over here. Who, who carries a bag of holding, by the way? Oh, it's not going in there. I'll carry it. Bag is, bag is <laughs> I've, I've bag. seen that bag. <laughs> Baptist has the bag. Baptist has the bag. There's, like, body parts in there. Did we get managed to cut off some flanks there, Jeffrey? Yes. Uh, okay. You are able to, uh, uh, you know, get a fair amount of food from these things as you skin them and edible? process them. I mean, it's a, uh, it's a little tough, but it's certainly editable. I mean, yeah. it's not the most delicious thing you've ever had, but uh, it, it'll, it'll do, given the circumstances. Do we have anything to make a fire with here? Is there like anything? I've still got burn? torches. Uh, torches over pit. I don't know if I want my steak fried over a pitch torch, you know. No, I'm not saying like that. I'm, I mean, I've got a flint and tender thing. That's how I've been able to light these things. <laughs> so I've got a flint and tender. We just need to find kindling and some wood. Yeah, we could, uh, if there's something around. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I mean, you could build a fire out of some of the, the scrub brush that's around you. It, it's going to be a fast burning fire because there's not any real trees where you're at or anything like that. But I mean, you could burn some brush per se. Well, I was just looking for some way to cook the meat quick so it'll keep a little longer. So we'll have it to carry with us. Um, you could probably gather up enough scrub brush to, you know, heat it, cook it up a bit. <clears throat> If you guys want to take some time to gather some of the scrub brush and do Maybe that. Maybe half of us can do that while the other half of us, like, search the wreckage. Okay. Yeah. Maybe find some other, like, water. We got water, gold, crystals, anything like that. <laughs> then Klaus is going to fashion some of the metal into a little oven to cook okay. it. Okay. And the there's fire. plenty of scrap metal to do that, and that would help the brush cook it a little hotter. Uh, so you're trying to keep some coals going or something. Set a fireball yeah. under it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Noonie Klaus will light the fire. Stand back, guys. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Jar- or is is Bong going to check out wreckage? He would Bad love to. Bad Who's on the wreckage checklist? Uh, Jargon will go. Snish will stay with the group. Okay. Jargon, Baptist. Anyone else? Mephiris will go. Colgrim Santa will hand. Santa hand back with the group. Okay. Um... So you guys start going through the wreckage. Like I said, it's spread out over a couple hundred yards. Um, some of it just uh, the heat must have been so intense when it crashed that it, uh, you know, just literally melted or burned up what was there. But there's still several large chunks and lots of shattered debris and 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 stuff out there. Um, do a quick intelligence check. Just uh, you can start with just one and then, yeah. So as you guys are heading around, you see prints relatively fresh in the sand uh, around the wreckage, and it looks like the same uh, two paired arm alien creatures, that, and you even see the larger prints of some of their flying mounts around the perimeters of this area. And so you it's see, like it had already been ransacked. Kind of looks thing. like there's some other. Definitely yes, it looks like after it crashed, those the flying mounts and the other aliens. <clears throat> Might comb through some of the wreckage itself. Which However, one, go ahead. Which direction did the prints lead off in? Um, they look like they had their mounts 
Oh, at yeah. The northern side of the wreckage, so the northern part of that hex, more towards that side. But then they, you can see, um, I mean, you can see in the sand, it looks like their flying mounts took a couple big steps and then leapt off up into the air. Which steps? So they, they went north, the steps? Yes. Yeah, okay. the steps went north, and then uh, from there you can't tell once they were airborne. But, <clears throat> um, but as you guys go through the wreckage, you do find some interesting objects. Uh, it takes a couple hours to sort of go through a lot of this. Um, one of the things you find is you find this long... Uh, I mean, you guys have seen some of the smaller blaster rifles from uh, from other places, but you see this large... Almost looks like a deck gun. Um, that the barrel's been bent. It's got a barrel that's like you know six and a half, seven feet long. It's got this large contraption in the back, um, but it, it looks like the barrel's bent. It's obviously unusable, but it it's look- lying amidst some of the wreckage. Does it have a crystal in it? Um, if you go poke around towards the one side of the gun, you do find a little compartment that looks like it could uh, fit a crystal in it. But does it have a crystal in it? You guys going to open it? Yeah. Okay. Um, you open it, and you do find a, a crystal shard inside. Take it out. Okay. It slides out, um, and you're able to add another additional crystal shard to your um, inventory. Okay. Were there any um, barrels or any other supplies, like bandages maybe? Or? Um, you don't find bandages. Like I said, a lot, it looks like the <clears throat> thing went down probably in a fiery wreck, so a lot of the paper and that kind of stuff got burned. Even a lot of the metal you see is scorched. Uh, but you do see this metal cylinder stands about, oh, probably three, three and a half feet tall, and is probably about uh, a foot in diameter. Okay. And it's got what looks to be like some sort of valve thing on top. And it's got writing in it in a script that you guys don't understand. Yeah, I think that's a keg. That might be some ale. We don't recognize it. You do not. Are there any... Uh, it doesn't look like a wooden keg like you've seen. It's narrower than that. Uh, is there any kind of uh, movable objects, switches, anything like that on it? There's a valve on top. Just a valve? Yep. Is it like... It's either going to be something a awesome or a septic tank. <laughs> like a twist handle it's valve? Or? Yep, like a twist handle top like you... Uh, like a hose, like a faucet you turn on a uh, house or something like that. Bomb kind of tips it on its side a little bit and shakes it and see what it sounds like. Not too hard. I mean, it's still on the ground. Uh, doesn't sound like anything. Doesn't like anything? There's no sound? No. Does it seem solid or hollow? Hollow. Okay. It's probably... Alright, Bomb will uh, turn the valve... You just like, you know, 180 degrees and see what happens and quickly turn it back. Okay. Uh, make a luck check. Ooh. That's surely a good sign. Is he feeling mm-hmm. lucky? <laughs> so roll under your luck. Done. Okay. Um, you turn the valve, a loud hiss of air, like pressurized air, comes shooting out. The cylinder almost gets away from you, but you're able to hold on to it and get the, the valve closed again. What does the Seems. air smell like? Um, sort of uh, very rich, especially for this atmosphere. The, the, um, the atmosphere here doesn't seem to have as much air in it as uh, your home planet. And so 
you know, it's sort of the immediate area fills with sort of very rich oxygen and air, very breathable, so almost got, to the point of giving you a slight high. Awesome. We got some awesome oxygen here. Are there any bodies or anything nearby? From the um, and there's some scorched remains, but nothing that's very identifiable. Like how many? Like the numbers? There's a, as you guys have explored, you've probably seen 10 to 12 scorched remains. Now, judging from the number of crewmen they had on deck when we were watching the battle, I mean, does it look like a lot of people are missing? Yes, you would think a lot of people are missing. Okay. Do any of the scorched bodies have weapons near them? Um, there are several of them do. Some of the weapons are scorched and broken beyond repair. But as you investigate, you find two um, that seem to be they're, they're they're blackened, but they the barrels aren't bent. Uh, and they seem to be relatively intact and to have survived the the full. And most of those were underneath some of the bodies, so it's more like whoever scavenged through before did it for space. Crystals still in those or no? There are crystals in them, yes. Well, we've got firepower. And three crystals. <clears throat> or shards. If we want to use them, unless we pull out those crystals yeah. and use them for something else. But for the yeah. time being, I'd say leave them in the guns. Never know what yeah, it might come until in. we see if they work or not. Well, that too. But if if we get attacked by something, it'd be nice to have that as like an instant firing power type thing. Sure. And sure. they have. Once Jargon use it as like a rocket launcher because he has to shoulder it instead of. <laughs> <laughs> the rifles have. I did a handout. Have those runes carved into them? Same runes as before, right? Yeah, they yeah. are. If we hold it up in the mirror, will it say Roswolf? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so you found... Uh, That's exactly how they appear on the weapons, do they? Or is it just yes. like those are randomly placed? Uh, yeah, they're in a line. They're smaller than that, but they're in a line on the, the right. So she can put N tongue... Y R H X P. I like the last two XP. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's got to be a good sign, right? No. <laughs> um. And the last thing you find that still is it's damaged, but still someone set that intact is partially buried in the sand. Appears to be some sort of large turbine. Uh, the blades are bent and damaged, and it's been on fire at some point, and it's probably uh, half of it's buried in the sand, but it looks like it was probably 15 feet in diameter. It looks like it was probably part of the ship's engines or some sort of hover mechanism or something like that. Uh, very badly damaged. Uh, there's no spots for green stones or anything like that <clears throat> by it, but it does seem to be some form of propulsion for the ship. What's it made out of? Metal? Um, com various metal alloys. All of which seems foreign to you guys. How large is it? And that's one thing to note. A lot of the metal here is alien to you guys. So it's scrap, but it's not native to you guys if there was any interest in that. Could we ever tell if it was like a value or if it was a quality metal just by the way it looks? Or is that kind of still no clue? Well, Belagall would yeah. have a good idea. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, we could last week. We can't. What happens? <laughs> Stings so bad. Well, uh, maybe not. Uh, How large I is would it? suspect the wizards would have some interest just because it is a 
uh, I mean, just logic would, it's different. It was made to form large ships, so either it was, uh. Oh. That's not a good sign. Nope. Huh. Um. But just from the alchemical potential, things like that, there might be some interest in it. Obviously, you can't carry a whole ship's worth of scrap back with you, well, but how large I don't want you guys to leave it behind when it could be something you guys research later or potentially try to craft weapons out of or, you know, something like that. That's just It's just a different alloy than you've seen. How large is it? The turbine? Yes. It's 15 feet in diameter and half of it's foot. buried. Okay. Can but there's know? other metal from the hall that's scattered about. So, I mean, there's manageable pieces of metal to, to scavenge. To yeah, salvage. let's start throwing what we can in the bag of holding. Okay. And you can gather up, like I said, you over the course of the several hours you've been going over the wreckage site, you've had opportunity to pick up manageable sizes of metal and get, you know, a reasonable amount uh, stuffed into the bag of holding. All right. How accustomed to are we to the days here? Like, what time of day would it be right now? Let's see, you guys moved. It's probably getting late afternoon, early evening by this point. Is there something we can use here to make shelter from? <clears throat> you could, you know, the airplane crash movies where they take big chunks. You know, there's pieces of hall that are large enough you could build into sort of like an impromptu metal lean-to. Okay. You should probably do something like that. And as you guys do wrap up, you begin to see... Uh -oh. Off in the distance over the, the mountains from where you came, uh, what looks to be some sort of massive storm brewing. So there's a storm there's from where we lightning came. strikes up in the the mm. mountains. The clouds are turning like midnight black over that way. Uh, it seems to be a very slow moving storm because you can sort of see the clouds build. It's not it moving, moving very towards fast. Us? It is coming your way, but it's moving very, very slowly. All right, no, maybe it's not such a great idea to, to make a camp here in this battle. Oh. <clears throat> uh, does Mephrodis still feel the cold presence? Of he does. Miracle? He does still feel the chill. He says, Emiracle, do you know anything about the properties of this metal that we're finding? You are met with silence. Doesn't have to be a jerk about it. <laughs> He's watching out for us. He's on our side. How far Didn't you guys is it chop to, him up? You know, some other. Well, he was trying to arguing semantics. <laughs> Technicality. Well, we both found ourselves on the same side after he was dead. So it kind of worked out in the end. Yeah. So from beyond the grave, I'm sure he knows what happened. That we yeah, were he set knows up. we got treat. We were yeah, set he up. He's going to use us to get revenge on his ex. Well, that's why we got to bring him back to life. Well, all right. Maybe. Hang on one second. Besides the airplane. What's that, Aaron? Is there any other? How far is it to a different method of cover? Um, trees or. I mean, you're sort of out. Trees in the open. Um, you are about. Nine miles from the hills <clears throat> that you came out of, and you're probably about 15 miles from the mushroom forests to the east. 
What's that? How far? How long is it to go back to the pyramid? Uh, to get back to the pyramid would take one, two. All right, those are six hours, right? Yeah. Uh, you can in one hour you get halfway through a hex. Okay. Each hex is six miles. You can move three miles in a hour. So we're a day away, roughly. You're at least several hours from anything outside of the desert. And the storm is coming. Storms moving from, from the, the mountains you were just in. So they're moving from over here, so and they're moving east. to the east. And you, the clouds get midnight black. Uh, okay. There's lightning you can see off in the mountains. You start as, as time goes on. You hear the occasional rumble of thunder off way off in the distance. Does it look like the storm's producing any rain? Um, you can't tell. It's either rain or kicking up something with wind. You're not sure which we can't which tell it is. It's rain. It looks different than it does on whatever planet we come from. Yeah. Alright, Bong suggests that we set up anything that we can to collect water in case it is raining. We go, that way we'll have some, can fill up water skins and stuff like that. Okay. Um, How frequent are the lightning strikes? From the distance, at every 30 seconds, 35 seconds. Hmm. I think we should keep, I think we should get moving north. <clears throat> You think we so you want to move, move from the wreckage site? Keep, keep going, It's yeah. a rapidly moving storm. It's a slow-moving storm. Yeah, it's slow-moving? It's, it's slow it's, moving? Yeah, slow, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, okay. It's in the mountains. Uh, it, it's moving at a rate probably will reach you guys in your current spot in three to four hours. Well, in that case, Bong suggests we move toward the mushroom forest. At least we'll have something non-conductive to hide under. How big are the mushrooms in those mushroom forests? They look enormous, like redwood size. I'm sure Baptist is thrilled. <laughs> oh, he's thrilled. <laughs> he stays thrilled. <laughs> he's going to be seeing sounds and hearing colors. This is the place for Carl. So, what are you going to do? Head north. Press forward. Which so you're going to head to, head to the north? So you're right, right We're here, here now. The mushroom forest is here, correct? There is a mushroom forest over this way to the east, and okay. then there's one up towards the north. So we're like four hours away from a mushroom forest if we head east. We could probably... No, it takes two hours to go through a hex. Well, it was a slow-moving storm. We're right there. We got two, four. We got four hours ahead of us, and we'll get there at dark or whatever. So, gonna try to make it east to the forest off in the distance. I think we should weather the storm here personally. Just dig down in the sand or something. Uh -huh. I'm real nervous that the rain is not going to be something that we can stand. <laughs> in the sand, I don't think it's going to really... Like, digging down is only going to cause a collection spot for water, regardless of how well we try to cover ourselves. Well, what if it's not water? <clears throat> yeah, you got a good point there. More harmful. It's possible. I mean, we either need to, we need to be out of the rain, if it's rain. 
Well, and I don't want to be in the metal wreckage. In a but if we had, if if it's coming from the mountains, which are there, right? No, it's, no, it's back from where we came from. The pyramid. it's coming from where you came from. Oh, from I'm the sorry. mountains to the west. I think sorry. our best chance west. to get the shelter would be to that, be to the mushroom forest to the east. I think we'd be able to make it to the mushroom forest to the east right about the time that it'll start coming down. If we hoof it, we can probably get there faster than four hours, like a forced march. Bolt will start speaking ugly to people if y'all want to. <laughs> Jargon will make comments about Dandy's letting having let herself go and how she needs to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna make a run for it, a shelter here at the wreckage. Storm's getting closer as you guys debate. Let's go. Run for Let's it. Go. The closest forest. The closest shelter. Okay, so you guys want to go to the mushroom forest of the east. Okay. So the storm comes down on the mountains, crosses the hills. The lightning gets more intense. The thunder gets more intense. You guys get to right about this edge of the forest. As you guys are hustling in, you move into the closest edge of the forest. And you find yourselves dead underneath the canopy of trees and whatnot. Um, the storm, you guys were 15 minutes ahead of the storm. I mean, it took you guys' hustling to make it to those that mushroom forest. The winds pick up. These mushrooms you're underneath are all sorts of different colors and sizes and forms. But, I mean, some of them are as tall as redwoods. Uh, it's super tall. Uh, and it's bending these almost tree-like mushrooms from the wind uh, that's out there. And it's almost, the wind is, it's not so much rain as much as this driving dust. It's almost like this dust storm that's swept across the waste, uh, lightning, and it's just almost sandblasting some of these mushrooms. In fact, you hear some of the mushrooms at the edge of the forest sort of topple and tumble. Mm. Um, Let's try to get in a position where we're, something's between us and the wind and, yeah. yeah, you're able to make your way just you know into that uh, a little bit, and as you guys are seeking, you know, rushing into the the forest, um, you see a gray putty-like mound that rises 40 feet from the ground, uh, and it's some 20 feet wide at its base as it narrows to a mere six feet at the peak, and it's inside the the trees, probably I don't know 250 yards in uh, from the edge of the. Hmm edge of the forest. Uh, what is it again? It is a large, gray, putty-like mound that rises about 40 feet from the ground, and it starts out like 20 feet wide at the base, and then narrows up like a, uh, about 6 feet wide at the top. Is there smoke coming from it or anything? There is not, but go ahead and make an intelligence check. Is there any obvious doors or anything? No, it looks more natural than that. You see... Is there a noise coming from it? There's not a voice coming from it, no. But you see... Um, mm. You see uh, 25, 30 of those uh, reptilian vulture-like things, and it seems to be a nest. They are swarming oh, up man. out of, <laughs> uh, and it's it seems to be a nest of some sort. 1d30 of these creatures? That is freaking awesome. 
and you guys have on. run headlong into their nest. Are they? Are, do they seem to be affected by the wind? The you've moved far enough in that the wind isn't tremendous. The the large mushrooms more at the border of the forest are taking care of a lot of it for you. Giant storm or twenty-five Yep, these are uh, like. I mean, as you guys watch them, you know, twenty-five to thirty-five of these things. Do they notice us? It seems like some of them do, but they haven't communicated to the others. So, like, there's a couple on the fringe that start to fly a little more. It seems like it's inevitable that they will notice you, but they have not necessarily done so yet. Patrice hides in shadows. Okay, go ahead and make a roll. Okay. Babis is going to do the same. I think Jorgen's <laughs> going to actually do the same. Three people just <laughs> drift out of shape. Bong's there glistening. Bong actually 12. wants to check out one of these mushrooms, these mushroom redwoods. How soft is the stem? Um, it varies depending on which one you're next to. You are on my page. You are. You're next to one that has like these tiger stripes in this woody stalk, and I mean it's able to support this large, tremendously tall mushroom. So, so I mean it's it's reasonably. It's not like soft and fleshy like a terrestrial mushroom. The one you're next to is not. I mean there's some other varying kinds. Some look like they might have a spongy stalk. Um, well, he starts looking around for something that has a spongy stalk. Okay. Uh, you find. Uh, one that has tiger stripes and a spongy stalk. He starts carving a hole in this the stem with his uh, sword, trying to like you know open up a place for people to get into. And okay. At least have it um, cut off. It looks like it's, it's as you start cutting into it, it gets sort of uh, this liquid sort of comes out from it, and it starts to get sort of a gooey, goopy mess as you uh, cut into it. You're able to carve more and more out of it. Uh, and it gets pretty soft inside. It almost gets to um, once you get through the outside, almost to a marshmallowy uh, texture as you start to get in. Uh, so and is it, like, it, is it like flowing out? It's not flowing out. It's more like gelatinous mess. Baptist will dip his dagger down into the. <laughs> okay. Are these like deadly abanitas or whatever death angel mushrooms? I don't know. You gonna taste it? No, I'm going to identify it by its spore charge or whatever. These are completely alien-looking mushrooms. Okay. Go ahead and do roll anything? initiative so we can go into initiative round. Does it do any damage okay. to the dagger? It does not do any damage to the dagger, no. Okay. Ignore that 62? What the heck roll. was that? I got a bandage on my finger and I can't tie it. <laughs> bandage. 10 plus 52. Dang, that's, a, that's a modifier right there. Jargon <laughs> mm, mm. oh, did worse than Aaron. And Dustin, what'd you get? That's kind of what I need to get, there, though. 14. Be fair. By the way, did a 12 pass for the stealth check? Uh, you don't think you've been spotted. Oh, okay, so six. So it can just be a halfling hanging out next to a giant mushroom, just 
thinking I'm doing a great job not being seen and I'm just plain as day. Yeah, I'm not going to encourage the judge to start okay. doing this, but it'd be more mysterious if it was. Mephrodis, Bong, and Colgrim, you guys are up. You can continue with your plan. I just want to move it into initiative rounds, but uh, uh, you were carving a spot out. You've probably got a spot large enough for jargon. What happens to uh, Baptist Blade when he dips it in the Nothing green? happens. It's got this marshmallowy black and orange goo on it. But it doesn't try to blade away. What's that? I started to say something, but we're going in order now. So What were you going to say? <clears throat> I was going to try to wipe it off. I want to see if it's sticky. It'll wipe off. I mean, it sticks some. It doesn't wipe cleanly off, but it's like uh, trying to get a marshmallow off a marshmallow <clears throat> fork. Yeah, I don't think I'm getting in there. So uh, does uh, are the reptile vultures like approaching us? You are seeing more and more gain interest in you. Like when you first came in, you guys came in out of the wind. You're like, great, we're out of the wind. We're in this mushroom forest. And you moved it further in to get away from the wind. And then you came upon this 40-foot tall nest with 20-foot wide base, 6-foot tall thing. And you saw 30-some of these and like one or two saw you. And a couple of them starts to fly over. And it's you're thinking more and more will start to notice you, but only a handful have noticed you so far. I think we just lost Dustin. Screen is frozen and uh, dropped out of D20. Or roll 20. Yeah, oh, did back. it? It did. I didn't even notice that. Uh, Bong is going to take his shield hand and dip his pinky into the goo. Does it hurt? No. Okay. <laughs> He's going to keep digging. Try okay. to make it bigger. Try to get at least enough room for a couple characters to go in. Colgrim at this time has got Bong's last javelin, and he's gonna like stand ready to throw a javelin if approached. Mephrodis is going. To, where are the uh, the reptile vultures located? They're on this like mound, this nest. They are swarming over this mound. Are they in the air? Are they like on the? Some are in the air. Some are crawling around on it. I mean, they're. <clears throat> Numerous different places. Mephrodis is going to cast his Snarling Root spell. Okay. And try to snare as many as he can before they get airborne. Okay. Alright, Mephrodis, don't be a jerk. Crap, lost. He's still a jerk. <laughs> So, a couple of these fly out, and one goes for Mephrodis, who just finished casting a spell and looks somewhat obvious, and tries to bite at Mephrodis. Does an 11 hit Mephrodis? And 11 does hit Mephrodis. Hits you for 5 points of damage. Crap. Another one rolls out. Oh. For 1 point of damage. That's better. On Mephrodis? Yeah. Why are you trying to kill Mephrodis? I'm not. Now I'm switching to somebody else. He's now going, I'm going to go. We can't get back without Mephrodis. Uh, that we know of. <laughs> we can't get back with Mephrodis. I don't know if I should say this or not because it might just be more bl like blood in the water for Jeffrey, but Mephrodis has three hit points. <clears throat> Here comes the next attack on Mephrodis. No. Uh, next one goes uh, for Colgrim. 15 hit him. A 15 does hit Colgrim. 
for two points of damage, and the second one goes for Colgrim and Chris. Jeffrey. For three. Go ahead and type that code in to stop rolling really well. And <clears throat> let me look this up real quick. No. Now, Colgrim having readied an action, could he take that at this point? Mm. Except for the fact that the crit just got rolled, was your disarmed and weapon lands. Oops. I would totally rule that. 15 feet away. <laughs> so you're disarmed by one. And one more creature goes for Bong, who's now armored. But I think a 19 still hits him. Yes, it does. For six points of damage. Six points. And that's all that's noticed you at the moment. Though it seems like more have now heard the disturbance, but for this round... Are, are they in melee range now? <clears throat> some are, yeah. Some are swarming around uh, Mephrodis and Bong and Colgrim. Okay. Does the and then it goes to Patrice and Dandelion. Okay. Uh, Patrice, since he had successfully hidden, would like to come out and backstab the one that's on Mephrodis. Okay. Hold on a second. Plus nine. Ugh, miserable. You hit, uh, though. Thirteen, Okay. And that's with his dagger, so it does seven. And nice. you kill it. So Patrice yeah. kills one near Mephrodis. We may need that dude a lot of us. And Dandelion. Okay, Dandelion will also... She's going to use her bow to get one that's... Is there still one in the air that, yep. that is uh, pestering us? Yep. Cast. Yeah, there's plenty of them. You got your choice okay. of targets. <clears throat> Miss. Okay. And... That takes us to Sant. You're muted there, Dustin. Through Google, I think it automatically yep. muted. Yeah, I did that when I came back. Sorry about that. Um, I'm sure we some witty, missed some witty commentary. Yeah, you probably did. I had no idea. I was just like staring at the screen like, hey. <laughs> um, I'm just going to go after... Why don't you guys like me anymore? Somebody close. <laughs> Let's go. One of these dudes. Nothing doing. That hmm. uh, missed. Yeah, bad roll. Total, total of a nine. Baptist and Nooney Klaus. Baptist is hidden away. Nooney Klaus. Fireball the nest. Um, Do it. Spell burn it all out. Don't spell burn. Just throw it. If I if I spell burn, can I do I use this? Can I use the spell burn for both for both of my spells? Oh, to, no, only one spell. Only one spell. Uh, yep, choose your spell wisely. How many how many birds are out there now? There are approaching 35 of these things. Um, only about five or six or seven seem to have noticed, but it looks like more are noticing you. But you've, So you've got about five or six coming towards the party, swarming towards the party, and a lot of the other ones are still over towards the nest. Either <clears throat> flying up and out of it, or... You know, climbing on the outside of the nest. Busting these house. <clears throat> yeah, Nanny Klaus is going to cast Magic Missile. Okay. Why don't you cast a fireball? <clears throat> it's got like a 20 foot radius. Does it not do as good? I haven't read them all. <laughs> if I cast, I'm afraid if I cast a fireball, they're all going to just come out. They're going to what? They're all just going to come flying out. I think they're going to keep coming out if we don't stop that thing anyway. 
Now, whatever you want to do is cool. I mean, you can do big damage with a magic missile and select critters, fireballs. Like, yeah. Let's go damage. cast magic missile. Okay. Oh, God. Damn. Ouch. <laughs> well, let's oh, find magic missile for a one. Page 144. 1d6 modified bottle lock. Uh, modified by luck any class is no luck modifier so misfire okay so then a d6 misfire comes up oh this could be good this could take Mephrodus down (laughs) five caster becomes charged with force energy such that the next creature or object he touches suffers a blast of 1d6 plus 1 damage to a target one point of damage to castle. Okay. Any class is called jump on one of those birds. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, uh, go for it. Make a... That's a um, He could slam into something. There's just a crowd of birds in front of him. Surely he could slam into Sure, you just like smack one. You know, just grab one around the neck and just try to wring its neck. Yeah, just, just roll d20, some sort of attack roll of some sort. See how high we... If it's, I mean, if it's miserable, then you'll miss, but... So just a straight D20? Yeah, just do a D... Well, yeah. He rolled an 80. <laughs> no, he's an 80 on the D20. <laughs> 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 if you would have not messed that D20 roll up, it was a crit. I know, I was, like, was wasting a crit doing that. Uh, so, Nuni goes flying after one of the birds and it's like when you try to chase a goose or something like that it like darts away from underneath of them so you're still charged though or next thing it touches you too right. so one of them attacks you then it, it'll get lit up too jargon and snitch uh, Baptist hasn't gone oh yeah sorry Baptist can he go for a backstab on one of them yes that's chaos so Oh god! Oh my god, man! <laughs> Another fumble. Really? So, fumble. Wow. <laughs> I flipped that switch again and roll twenty. Obviously. What is my? What is my uh, D eight? Is that modified by luck? Yeah, luck. probably modified down by luck. Modified down. Your weapon comes loose in your hand. You grab it. But you get this disrupt. You take a negative. Two on the next attack roll. That was that was great. That was awesome. Okay, so then that takes us to Jargon. Uh, Jargon's going to actually shoot at one of the ones flying around. Okay. 16. You hit it. Three points of damage. And you kill that one. Cool. Um, and if Snish can get to a stab or backstab position... He can. That would be beautiful. Um... Does that count with the D24, or is that still a D20? That'll be a D24, because it's a physical melee. Ah, oh, shoot. Backstab for him is a plus six. God. Oh, man. <laughs> That's a fumble on a 24, too. <clears throat> Good lord. <clears throat> um, sorry for the throat clear there. He's uh, wearing leather. So, fumble dies a D8. And he doesn't have luck. 
Uh, you trip and fall, wasting this action. You are prone and must take uh, use an action to stand next round. Alright, this is not going well, fellas. No, it's not going well at all. Mm. Mephrodus, Bong, Colburn. Mephrodus? Oh, Mephrodus, you idiot. Mephrodus is going to... step out of here. <laughs> That's what he ought to do. <laughs> Oh, yeah, maybe he, that's a good idea. <laughs> Mephitis is going to burn a spell point, a burn point of stamina to regain snarling vines. Okay. He's going to cast it on the hive. Okay. All right, I was owed. Nice. On the spell there check. you go. That's more like it. Yeah, we needed that. You guys are getting swarmed. What's a 24 get you? A 24, a 50-foot radius area becomes entangled with roots coming up from the ground. No prior vegetation needed. Creatures within within move at half their normal movement rate and suffer a negative 4 to attack, skill checks, and spell checks. A DC 18 check allows target snarl to move and act without penalty for one round. Flying creatures are helpless for 10 rounds. Let's not say that part. I just read it. <laughs> I mean, obviously, if you read it out of the book, it's definitely know. So, where are you going to center this thing at? Right in the center of the hive. How, okay. far, the how far are we from the hive right now? Oh, probably 20 yards. Yeah, we're good. It's 50 foot So, yards. this mass of roots erupts in this hive, this volcano looking hive. Uh, these creatures get grabbed and some get pulled back into the hive by these roots. Several do fly off of the thing and are able to evade the 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 tentacles, the, the vines, um, the roots as they burst forth. But it looks like only nine or ten of these things are able to escape that and the rest of these, the whole hive starts to collapse down around and these things get sucked down. So essentially, you've sort of destroyed the, the nest and you're down to about ten of these things that have escaped. We got this. Yeah, I think we do. Bong is going to rush forward and Mephrodus okay. with his movement, he's going to run and get in the hole. Okay. Bong's going to rush forward and where's that character sheet again? Oh. Ball's going to rush forward and attack, and he's going to try to swing his sword, ruin, and hopefully cleave through one and strike into another with his deed. Okay. You hit one. This is the deed, though. This the deed. And he does 10 damage with that attack. Kill one. Colgrim. Hang oh, on. second attack. Second attack. He's got a uh, plus four. He's going to run and attack another one. Okay. You hit one. 16 to hit. He does nine damage with that attack. Kill another one. Colgrim rushes forward, and he is going to throw his javelin directly on uh, whatever one's you know, nearest by that he can actually get a good throw in on. And... Plus dex, which would be e. Is an eight a negative one? That is a negative one, isn't it? Uh, I don't 
No, for sure. Let me look. Real quick. Yes, it is. Yeah, he should just have yeah, it. Yeah, it is. I've got a negative one on stamina. I have that in his hand, so I'm going to let him use it since it was more realistic. How do you do negative one? Is minus one? Just subtract one from this roll. He has a 15, he hits the deed, and so he has a 14 total. Okay, that's a hit. Okay, and he does 1d6 plus 3 for the deed. Four damage. Okay, you kill one. And I'm done. Okay, now critters are up. Uh, the one that the one over near Colgrim attacks for two points of damage. Mm-hmm. One on Bong attacks. Thirteens. I missed with the dragon armor, right? Thirteens gonna miss. Yes. Okay, one attack Samp. It's a thirteen hit Samp. No, that's a miss. Okay. Uh, One goes for Nooning Klaus, misses, but now you have one close to you to attack with, and one goes for Patrice, 12 to hit him. Uh, miss. Okay. And then that takes us to Patrice and Dandelion, and there are one, two, three, four, uh, six of these left. Okay, Patrice is going to go for the one that's in his face. Okay. Nine to miss. hit. Okay. That's a miss. And she's going to shoot at another one up in the sky. Okay. Eleven. That is a miss as well. Okay. Samp. Samp is going to move um, close into Mephrodis okay. and attempt to lay on hands. Okay. Success. Um, Let me know if you need to top off on that. Uh, Mephrodis is adjacent. Chaotic, right? Yeah. Okay, he's adjacent. So you shall be healed, wizard. Five points back for you. So at least you're not running around with just three. He's at eight, which is halfway. Cool. And Baptist Nuniklaus. Got six left. Six left. Alright, Baptist is going to stab at the closest one to him. Twenty-three. That's a hit. Nice. Roll your 24 on these attacks. Ah, yeah. For five points of damage. You kill one? Okay. Nuni class is going to grab one of them. Okay. Go ahead and make an attack roll. You can do a d24 with him. Okay, you hit it. You grab it. Then you magic missile electrify it, I assume. So that does seven points of damage. And you kill one, that one? One to me. Now, can he cast as well? He's mm. got two uh, two casts. Yeah, you got the two attacks, so, I mean, you can cast on the, the lower die, yeah. The lower. I think I'm going to wait. Okay. That takes the jargon and snish. How many are in the air? Uh, there are two in the air and two in melee at the moment. Alright, Jargon's gonna shoot at one in the air. 20. That is a hit. Nice. Here Three points of damage. It's still up. Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, Snish is going to stand up. Is he in striking range where he's standing to hit one? Yeah, uh, he'd have to move, but I mean, uh, uh, yeah, oh yeah, because he's prone. S- no, standing he's not. Up. Yeah. He's not? No. Unless. 
I mean, he doesn't have anything ranged that he could use anyway, so. Okay, that takes us to Mephrodis, Bong, and uh, Colgrim. How many are out there? Two in the air, two melee. All right, Bong is going to run and attack uh, one that's in melee distance, the closest. Okay. He's going to try to attack him so that his blow carries through and hits the next. Okay. You miss. Ten to hit on the second attack. He attacks the same one. Okay. For that time he hits. Fifteen. He does nine damage with that attack. You kill that one. Colgrim rushes forward, drawing his long sword. He is going to attempt to. Uh, there's only one in melee range now, though, right? Yep, one in melee range, two in the air, one's been wounded in the air. He's going to try to strike it in such a way that he's able to ground it. He's going to try to clip a wing or something. Okay. And his strength is a plus one. That probably didn't roll right because I didn't. I had too many pluses. One, two, three, four, plus one, D, four, plus one. Oh, crap. <laughs> I think that one rolled right. Wow. <laughs> that is oh, how is that a possibility? Like one, one, one. He is so, wearing chains. So three misses. Let's <laughs> make you double the chain. That's going to be a fumble. Result. I'd say he takes half the result of the fumble, honestly. For something like his luck, which is crap. So <laughs> he has no modifier. So it's just a straight 1d12 roll. He has eight on the fumble table. You accidentally smash your weapon against a solid, unyielding object, a rock, a wall, or even the ground. Mundane weapons are ruined. Magical weapons are not affected. So he shatters his sword on the ground. Or on the immovable object of bong. <laughs> so you broke your weapon? Yes. Okay. That's handy. Methodist yeah, for you. Hanging out in the, the mushroom? Uh... Actually, he's going to come out and draw his sword. Is anybody close by? Other than, well, yeah, there's obviously one, right? Yeah. And he's going to rush up and attack it uh, for... Why is he attacking? That's stupid. He has a four strength at the moment, which, which is a negative two to his attack. <laughs> but he has a d24, so... And he hits. Sure. That'll work. Mephrodis once again on the sword. He's a lot better with that. He, he should have been stuck, a swordsman. He should have stuck to being an outlaw. <laughs> <laughs> One damage. One damage. <laughs> Best outlaw ever. <laughs> For those who don't know, he rolled a zero. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that takes us to the critters, who one of which attacks Mephrodis. And she pissed it off. Mephrodis does that to folks. 16 to hit Mephrodis? That hits Mephrodis. Oh, only one point of damage. That's good. Another one swoops in on Jargon. To that 10 misses. hit Jargon. That misses. Uh, misses. And another one swoops in on the unarmed Colgrim, but I don't think a 13 hits. No, it doesn't. Which takes us to Patrician Dandelion for 
couple wounded ones. All of them are yep. melee range now. Okay, so first pat. Hey, oh, crit. There we go. Alright, so that was with his dagger. Okay. Because he never changed weapons after his backstab. And then here we go. My crit die is a d14, which I made a macro for. And I rolled a 14. Nice. I swear the macro's good. Okay. <laughs> Strike to the head. Foe must make a fort save DC 10 plus PC level, so 13, or fall unconscious. Bang. So I'm making a fort save? Yep, and it's DC 13. Plus, I believe... I actually get it. Oh, horrible. Hey, I made it! Oh, come on. <laughs> and then I would do the dagger... Uh, is it, it's max... It's, I, I, I roll, right? Still, for credits. Yeah, while, so I'm but rusty. you get like the D10. So... Well, I wouldn't get a D10 because it wouldn't be a backstab. Oh, that's right. Not anymore. a backstab. Listen to me. Okay. Uh, two two points. Okay. You kill one of the wounded ones that Jargon that's had right. hit earlier. Right. Now, uh, dandies with their bow, is any of them not in melee? They're all in melee, but that shouldn't be a problem. Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> uh, she will um, enlarge bong. Okay. That's what she said. When in doubt, enlarge <laughs> Wow. Wow. I think that's a lost 11. <laughs> Spell lost. You beat us to it. Jargon, <laughs> yeah. uh, this would be a great time for luck. <laughs> you want a you want a little bit of a bong? Yeah. Bong always wants to be bigger. Yes. What uh, <laughs> he's answered several emails. That's that what regard. he said. Uh, what what do you need to make him bigger? <laughs> Hold on a second. Good. <laughs> Just take your top off. That'll work. <laughs> um. Give me a. Uh, <laughs> And the group fell apart. <laughs> if, you, if you give me three luck, he gets a plus one. You need three? Yeah. All right, well, you're getting four. Okay. So you'll get plus one to everything. Okay, then that takes a stamp. There's two left. One's wounded and one is not, both in melee. It was just... It was I took a big old bite of something. Yeah, I just had ice in my mouth. It really sucks, too, because it's really cold. <laughs> All right, it's gone. <laughs> um, Santa's going to run up with sword and smack at a bird. Bird reptile thingy. Miss. Ah, that's no good. Baptist and Klaus, two left. <clears throat> okay, Baptist will stab at one. 23. Nice. 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 And he gets a... Two points of damage. Okay. Still are, the, up. are there any of them coming out of the... No, the nest? roots seem to have collapsed the nest in and of itself, and they seem to still be... Uh, well, I guess you had to maintain control of that, huh, to keep it going. Is that right, Matt, or is it last? I can't remember. Uh, I assume they were dead, but yeah, I do need to sustain that spell. So, and you attacked with the sword, right? 
Either way, the nest is pretty much collapsing in and on itself. It's really just these last two left. The other ones seem to have no desire to fight or are dead in the collapse of the nest. Good man, Jeffrey. Okay, well, Noonie Klaus then will uh, stab at one of the birds. That is a miss. And it takes us to Jargon and Snish. Two left. Cool. One's wounded pretty good, one's not been hit. Uh, Jargon is going to attack the one that's swooped in on him and still alive. Okay. Uh, I'm not doing a D20 for that, right? Yes. Yes. 18. Yeah. Yep. Two points of damage to that one. And the wounded one dies. Okay. There's one that has not been hit yet. Snish can now move. He's actually going to make his way over to the other one. Don't okay. you get two attacks, Jargon? Do I know? Don't you get two attacks? Yeah, but there's... You'd have to move to get to the I other one. I'd have to move to get to the other one. Oh, Might as well just have Snish go after. I got you. I never remember the other one. Um, that's one. 16. That's a hit. Uh, three points of damage on that one. It's still alive. Golly. Mephrodis, Bong, and Olgrim. Well, one left. It's been hit. Mephrodus runs up and smashes it with his longsword. Okay. Eight is dead. And you miss. Bong, you know, runs <laughs> right. Wait a minute, I rolled a d20. I should have been a d24. <laughs> Sorry. No re-rolls. Bong runs up with his first attack and tries to kill it. Okay. He tries to do double damage with his D. And you. Oh, God, man. Nice D die, though. Did you flip that switch again, Jeffrey? Oh, yeah. I want him to get my last little bit of entertainment for the evening. All right. This dinosaur <laughs> armor is hide, correct? Uh, yes. All right. And hide armor is a D12. Modified by heart, which is nothing. Is a four, but your weapon is damaged, a bowstring breaks, a sword hilt falls off, or a crossbow firing mechanism jams. The weapon can be repaired with ten minutes of work, but it is useless for now. This is a magical weapon. Okay. No effect on a magical weapon? Alright, he rolls on with a second attack. Well, is that true? It doesn't say. What? <laughs> it doesn't say anything about magical weapons. It doesn't. No. Go ahead and make your second attack then. Sweet. Plus 10. 17 to hit. hit. 8 plus 7. 11 damage. And you kill the last one. Nice. Nice. Yay. And so everyone gains a level. <laughs> Except for Santa, he gets two. <laughs> So, you guys are a storm is raging off to the west. You are in a mushroom forest with a myriad of different colored mushrooms and whatnot. Baptist's dream. Uh, and that's a good spot to wrap it up the evening. And we'll pick up next week with you guys starting out in the mushroom forest and figuring out where you're going from there and how long the storm's going to last. Awesome. Sounds good. Cool. 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 Great. Thanks, guys. Later, you guys. Later. 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 Later.
Thanks for listening to the DCC RPG Actual Play Podcast. Please stop by irontavern.com forward slash podcast and tell us what you think.